Brian Breaker. Your little whiny baby. Babe. Don't assume my gender. Friends since the seventh grade. Dude. You're just a bitch with this phone. F you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's, let's go. go. It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no. The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts. So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass. So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser with the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers. To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from Dallas. Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power. Yeah, hello. Uh, hello, 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 welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling. Sound is episode 441 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I am Brian Breaker. Joining me as always, sweating his balls off, big underscore Bane. What's going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot. You love the heat. I can just see it on your face. Yeah, I'm like tired of shit today of uh, the heat. I had, had, had to drive, had to drive to effing weatherford oklahoma yesterday yeah you were telling me about that it was like the worst drive of your life and it's like it was a two and a hour two and a half hour drive one way right one way and and then was there for like 30 to 45 minutes and then right back on the road oh jesus seems just, like a long drive for nothing just for 45 minutes. well i mean picking up the daughter i mean oh. wasn't really nothing it wasn't just like hey let's go let's go to weatherford <laughs> like <laughs> it'd be a fun little outing yeah there's nothing in that town um yeah, that was just terrible. I had to do it last weekend to drop her off and then picked her up yesterday. And ugh, that is a terrible, terrible drive. And for some reason, like last weekend when I did it, like I was exhausted the entire week afterwards. Like I, like I feel like I never caught up on sleep last week and then I did it again yesterday. And I feel like like I'm like sore all over from being in the car that long and then just like tired as shit today. Which is weird because you're a driver for a living. Yeah, but that's like... um you get, you get plenty of breaks though. You sure. know what I mean? Cause it's not, it's, a, like, it's not a continuous drive. It's five to 10 minutes in between each stop. Yeah, yeah. It's not like literally an hour and a half on the road, stop to pee and then get back in the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I know I, um, I used to travel a lot with wrestling and I was telling you this the other day. I was like, you know, it was nothing for me to do four hours there, four hours back mm -hmm. work all day the next day. And it really didn't bother me as much. I feel like doing that now, the like, kicks my ass. Oh yeah. And it's, it's weird. It's just, I think traveling is just a, it's a tiring process. Well, and, and also, too, I feel like there's a difference between, like, a familiar drive and an unfamiliar drive. Oh, sure. Weatherford was a very unfamiliar drive, so, like, I was, like, Having to focus where you're going. Yeah, and kind of stressed to the max, like, hoping we don't make a wrong turn or something like that. Whereas, like, if I were to drive to Dallas, even though it's, like, a four-hour four trip one way, 
I know where I'm going. You sure, know what I mean? Sure. Like I know how to get there. And it's, so it's a little bit easier and I can kind of just enjoy the drive a little bit. Right. But dude, that sucks. And then to top it off with the heat, like F that shit. Dude, yeah. The heat's been pretty bad. And I mean, I'm, I, we joke about that a lot. Cause I know you're not a fan of the summertime. Yeah. But like, but it's been too hot, but like most of mine is joking. Like I can handle low 90s like yeah it's hot but like i can handle it and i can do stuff to have fun but like this one it's like consistently triple digits like well this is dangerous that. yeah f that and then like i saw like tuesday the high is going to be 111 and that's just the high we have huge humidity issues here could, so like, it's, could feel like 120 yeah it's gonna be miserable miserable and it's just like I can't do it. And like, I don't even hear, I don't even see a whole lot of people like posting their fun summer activities right now because it's just so hot. Oh, it's, it's brutally hot. Well, I know, uh, this is kind of a funny story. I was at work the other day and we have, I don't know if you guys have squincher, but it's, you know, it's like a, it's like a Gatorade type drink for, but they make like, they also make like the popsicles and stuff. And we like have that. those too, yeah. but like it's, you know, you put it in water and it's, it's supposed to be like a, basically like a Gatorade type drink for mm -hmm. the industry. It's kind of, it's not really specified for sports. It's for people who work out in the heat yeah. construction and stuff like that. And so we have these and like, honestly, when you get a cold bottle of water and put some of that in there, it does help, you know? Well, and it, I mean, it honestly tastes pretty good. Yeah. It's not bad. And so our safety guy keeps it. So I went up and was like, Hey man, we're at a squincher. It's like, I just replaced that last week. I'm like it's pretty fucking hot outside. Right. Like, like, holy shit, man. Like yeah. you're actually saying that to me right now. Yeah. Like, it's not like you give us a bag of them. It's not uncommon for each person to drink four or five a day. Because right. we're doing 12-hour shifts in the heat Yeah, with FR clothing on. It's a little bit warm. Yeah. So, so that was kind of funny. It's like, yeah, dude, it's pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't know if you stepped you outside today, but it's a little warm out there. Like, I believe this AC feels pretty good right now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so ridiculous when you, like, or dealing with that heat constantly. It's just, it's just, I, I remember I used to deliver uh, appliances. I did this for like a summer right out of high school, kind of in that post, like I don't know what to do with my life phase. Mm -hmm. And they gave me like this navy blue shirt that I had to wear. And which is like, that's like the, besides black, that's the worst color to show sweat. Yeah. And so like I would be outside and like you get like the sweat ring. Oh yeah. And then you get in the air conditioner and it'd dry up and then like you'd sweat again. And so there's like another ring. Yep. It's just like, this is absolutely disgusting like yeah my it's like working on this heat is like the most in my one of my most annoying things that i deal with is when i'll be done with my route come to the plant and the supervisors all work in the nice i mean it's like super they keep it super cold in there sure in that that little route room office where we check in and i'll walk in and just effing sweating head to toe they'll be like how you doing man you doing good don't fucking ask me that right now, you son of a bitch. Like, mm -hmm. no, I am not doing good. I have a headache because I'm, like, dehydrated as shit. I'm sweating. Like, it looks like I just jumped into a lake. Mm -hmm. it's like, no, I'm not doing good. My my favorite quote is if I get asked, like, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm like, oh, she's working on my heat stroke. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Like, I mean, like, yeah, you're you're sweating profusely. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing good, boss. Like, yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a little hot outside. I don't know if yeah. you've been out there today. Yeah. A little dehydrated. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for checking in. Glad we, you guys are soaking up this AC, though. Yeah, we had an AC, or I'm sorry, not an AC, a safety guy years ago. And I remember he would occasionally come into, like, where we were at. And it's, like, 8 a.m. You guys feeling good? Doing okay out there? It's like, yeah, we've been here for an hour. Maybe come check in, like, 
<laughs> after the end of the day, yeah. you know, after you go home and like, you know, call yeah. it quits for the day and we're all sweating and exhausted. Yeah. Check it on us then. Yeah. yeah. Maybe even our lunch break. See yeah. how we're doing there. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just funny, but yeah, the heat sucks and it's going to get hotter. So yeah, we still got another, what month and a half, two months of this. Well, it's mid July. I'd say probably till September for sure. Yeah. I mean, what well, I know last year, like September was still pretty warm. Like it didn't actually, I, I mowed the yard damn near till November last oh, yeah. year Oh yeah, like, because it was just so warm. So mm-hmm. we'll probably have a hot October. We could, which is funny. My birthday's in October and as a kid, I could never have an outdoor birthday because it was always cold. Yeah. And that's not really the case anymore. Absolutely. You could pull that off nowadays. Global warming, man. Dude, it's weird, right? Yeah. It's crazy. Al Gore was right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got some wrestling talk. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them, buying energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Big underscore Bane, this might be the most interesting topic we have. The news is broken, and, I, and I, I had heard it was going to be this Monday, but it might be pushed back. Monday Night Raw going to TV 14. Yeah. What you, what you think about that? I think we're going to hear a lot of shitskis. But, I mean, <laughs> this doesn't help a cold product. I mean, I, it's 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 obviously a response it's, to it's a huge response AEW and the fact that it's worked for them. Um, but also, too, I was talking to my brother about this, and, and he was like, I feel like feel like it's probably not a good idea for them to change. And I told him, I was like, well, you got to figure up. They've been PG for well over a decade. No, 2008, right? Yeah. So like the people that they were pandering to in the PG era are now teenagers. Like true. They did the same thing in the nineties and it worked really good for them. And they were suffering in the early nineties. Yeah. And, so, and they had a pretty cold product then. Yeah. And so I, I mean, not to say that we're about to step into an attitude era and they're going to get a huge resurgence, but I, I do think it's going to help the product. Like I, I, I just hope they don't go down the same road of like, you know, hand babies and things like that. Bra and panties matches. Yeah. Humping, humping dead bodies. Yeah. Yeah, boy, that was a weird time, wasn't it? Yeah, it, there, the people glamorized that era, but there was a lot of stinkers. I think because there's those huge moments that stand out as like yeah. big. Oh yeah, and I mean, you think about like Steve Austin's big moments; he had a shitload. Oh, like, yeah. it was weekly. Yeah, and you look at guys like that are currently the top. Like, how many big moments did Cena have that you like vividly remember? Yeah, not nearly as many. And he was on top for like a decade and a half. Yeah, Austin was on top for like three years. Yeah. So very different. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I think it's it's an interesting concept. I mean, I I had always heard a big reason why they kind of went PG was to secure the deal with Mattel and things yeah. like that. And obviously, they still have that, but it's been a long time. So, do you think that there's something has has changed, or they're loosening up, or they're seeing wow, these AEW figures are doing well? I mean, I could also see that Mattel probably recognizes that most of their demographic isn't really kids. True. So yeah. they're probably like, well, who cares? Right. You know, we're going to sell to the middle-aged guys anyway. Right. That's who's buying most of these. Yeah. Right? Or buying the expensive ones. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that actually matter. Right. And, you know, you put out, you know, more and more like ultimates and stuff that are 30 bucks. Yep. We're going to get into that a little bit. But, I mean, I don't know. It's weird to think because I remember when – I, I, and I could be wrong on this, but I feel like Mattel 
was the first company to introduce the $20 action figure with the elites. And I remember when that was announced, I was, I was wrestling full time. So I really wasn't collecting anything, but I kept up with it. I remember thinking there's no way yeah. people aren't going to spend $20 on an action figure. That's just, it's insane, right? Yeah. I mean, action figures at that point were eight to $10. Yep. No way. So someone's going to spend $20 on a figure. And I was obviously wrong about that because people did and do. And, and so now that's kind of even changed to where it's like 23, 24 and all that stuff. So it kind of made me think like, well, okay. But again, I go back to like when I was a kid, if I was trying to talk my mom into like a $5 Hasbro, mm-hmm. that probably wasn't impossible. Right. Trying to talk her in. I couldn't imagine trying to talk her into like an, a $20 30, elite or a $30 ultimate. Like yeah. they have the fiend. I'm like, no, absolutely not. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's just not going to happen. So I don't know, man, it's, it's interesting to, to see what's going to happen, but I still don't know if this will totally help a cold product. I feel like what made the Attitude Era work is you had these characters that were kind of already starting to cross those lines. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like this just like let them push the door open. Like Goldust was the most controversial character of the 90s, right? I sure. mean, he, and he came in in like 95, late 95. So, yeah. that I mean, they're still doing like, you know, Bret Hart getting his jacket stolen from Jean-Pierre Lafitte. You know, like right. they weren't doing like, you know, controversial storylines yet. So when he came in, like, I remember like a lot of people were like, this is bad. Like, I can't believe they're doing this. And then stone cold comes in and, you know, you start seeing a little bit more vulgar language, Mm -hmm. a little bit of middle fingers, things like that happening, but not as, not as blatant until the attitude era kind of kicked off. But even like everyone kind of jumped up and became more aggressive. So I feel like this is an interesting approach because we haven't really had anyone get close to that line yet. I don't feel like. Uh, I mean, yeah. Again, I'm not watching the product a lot. Well, but also, too, we don't have the characters that we had back then. Like, we don't have somebody like a Gold Dust now because everybody's using not their real names, but they're using real names. Yeah. You know, I mean, but like, I, I mean, I feel like it would be pretty easy to transition, like, you know, somebody like the Usos or the Ro- like Roman Reigns to the Attitude Era. Just, sure. They, and they don't need to be like. Usos would be. Very, very beneficial of this, I think. Yeah, and because they can just kind of let him loose a little bit. I feel like Seth Rollins could be more like how he was on the indies, you know, instead of, like, having to be a character, you know, like with the goofy suits now, which, I mean, he might like that and prefer that. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't – he could be more – I feel like everybody could be more themselves. You know what I mean? And just amplify it like they did in the 90s, you know? I think we'll see blood. Oh, yeah. You think Uh, so? Oh, yeah. You think AEW is responsible for that because of so much blood that we see? Probably, but I think AEW overdoes it. I mean, every time you see Moxley, he bleeds. You know yeah, what I mean? Too it's much. like, okay. This, to me, it was like Triple H in the 2000s. If he had a pay-per-view, he was bleeding. Yeah. Right? And it's just like... We don't really need it. Yeah. It's not... Yeah, okay, it's kind of okay every now and then, but like when you do... Like they did that Anarchy in the Arena match. Mm-hmm. Like almost every guy was bleeding. Yeah. That's a lot, you know? Yeah. like it's a lot of blood. It's a lot of blood. So it's not always necessary, but... Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if that's what they go back to. Yeah, I mean, I I'm, I don't think we need to go back to brawn panties, you know, uh, pillow fights, things of that nature, motor wrestling. I don't think we need to go back to that. But, like, I mean, just, you know, be a little edgier. I think it's fine. You know, the funny thing is, though, and I started thinking about this just now, a lot of what Austin did, they can do now. Of they, course. They could have someone drive a Zamboni. Yeah. They could have it someone. Was, it was all pretty silly. Right. It wasn't like the monster trucks or the... 
fill in the car with cement or even the beer truck. A lot of that stuff is like, that's not, you could do that now. Like you yeah. could be entertaining still without it being right. edgier content. It just, mm-hmm. that that's what was fun about it. It was just, well, but it was ridiculous. It, it worked with him because he was edgy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in, and it, but but then again, like somebody like Kurt Angle, who was the antithesis of that, like super straight laced, you know, vitamins and whatnot. He comes out with the milk truck; it's still just as good, right? You know, I mean, so it's like, almost kind of funnier because it's so goofy, right? And so it's one of those things like you kind of you kind of need both. Like I I think what's going to be great is if they bring back a character like Kurt Angle when they get edgy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like like Chad Gable, just keep him Chad Gable forever like like the whole shush and everything i mean just keep it like that forever and now that they go into this new tv 14 ad era that could get him over huge because he never changed mm-hmm. you know i mean I don't and, know. and he's like i don't like this you know right this is unacceptable yeah yeah and so i think i think stuff like that is great but i think it'll open the door for you know i mean randy orton's already there you know what i mean like he doesn't he's he can just be him yeah you well know? he's a made man he right. has been for a long time right but there's so much like that I, uh, people that could benefit from this, especially all sure. the newer talent that they have that haven't really had that chance to kind Finn of, Balor, sure. I think, could benefit huge from it. A guy like Damian Priest, I think, could do well with this. Yep. You know, there's so many guys. And oh, they yeah. have a lot of talent. It's just, you know, like, I don't know, man. It's just weird. I just feel like that ice-cold product, you need to do something to, to get people excited about it again like when's the last time we were excited about wwe yeah and, and i'm i'm still of the mindset like condense the writer's room like get some I of think those people out of there i think that's the big problem yeah in my opinion like get get about half of them out of there and just get keep the best minds in there and mm-hmm. then go from there and i think uh i think it'll work out but i wonder if this is if this is a because i mean it's still up in the air about what position Vince has right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, is this a Vince move or is this a trip and Steph move? Like, well, do you think also because of the news with Vince and him coming out and getting like a standing ovation, they were like, Hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's what they want. People like chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, you'd think that they could, mo- I mean, th- think about like some of the biggest dramas on TV. It's all about who's sleeping with who. And like, that's kind of stuff they did in the attitude era, but not all the time. Yeah. That, that could be an angle they go with if, if they wanted to. I don't know. Like that as long as be, it's not done in a shitty way. It'll be done in a shitty way, though. It's wrestling. Well, but I mean, they because they've done the the uh, the whole like cheating girlfriend and you know in wrestling before, and it was like this is bad. Oh, of course, yeah. But I mean, I could see them kind of going that route and just doing trying trying different stuff and seeing what sticks there. I wish they would just get a good television writer who's also a huge fan of wrestling. Because I know one of them's got to exist. Sure, you know. But at the same time, I don't know if they want fans or people that are fans of wrestling. Because I think they look at their product as like, no, we're not wrestling; we're entertainment. Yeah, but you got you like. But it's not. It's the same thing. I think that's another. I think that's another Vince thing, though. Sure, it you is. know what I mean. Like if he goes away, you know, I, I think I think we could actually get some good shit going again. I'd like to see it, man. Um, Ring of Honor coming back to pay per view for Death. Before Dishonor, mm-hmm. and um, this is technically the second pay-per-view under the Tony Khan era. Yeah. We've seen a few matches already announced. The big main event, Jonathan Gresham defending the ROH title against Claudio Castagnoli. What do you think about that, man? Oh, that sounds like a good match. Um, I, bet, I bet Claudio takes it, though. It seems like it, likely. Yeah. Um, I, is Gresham I, under contract? Not as far as I know. Yeah. Now, I do know that there has been talk of, like, kind of getting guys that just be like, ROH guys mm-hmm. like there's talk of like that's what Caban is going to do okay 
and, and some others. Um, I think it, that's all kind of still in the works. I don't, I don't know specifically, but I don't know, man. Like this is kind of, kind of interesting that he's got two brands, but they're, they're not really, I mean, they're, they're the same, but they're not. Yeah. Well, I, I do feel like that's a cool thing. Like that was a big issue I always had with raw and SmackDown. They're different, but everything looks exactly the same. Right. These need to, these need to feel different. I don't know if they do. I didn't watch the last one, but I, I do want to see this. I'll be honest. Like the Briscoes and FTR having a rematch is, is pretty fun to me. And there's yeah. a few other matches. I think they have a, um, Mercedes Martinez and Serena Deeb for the ROH women's title. Okay. That sounds like a good match. Yeah. Samoa Joe and uh, Jay, Jay Lethal. Lethal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Wheeler, Yuta, and Daniel Garcia. So it's a lot of AEW talent yeah. working this. But it's also guys that aren't featured as much in AEW. So I'm yeah. like, that's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. Well, and I... Th- I, I- think they need to utilize roh as almost like they're you know nxt yes you know i mean i, I think that's a good idea I, I still haven't heard anything i know they talked about bringing roh tv back but yeah. I, haven't, I haven't heard anything about that i haven't either um to me though if you're wanting to secure some type of streaming service this is like the best plan to do that yep i still i mean we, we've said it for months on this show that's what they need right they need some type of streaming service yeah i, I feel like it's about time i mean they're in their what third year maybe even fourth uh, 19, 20, 21, 20, fourth year. Yeah, so they're in the fourth year. So I think I, I feel like they have enough back catalog now sure. to be able to do that because they they have the the pay per views. I mean, they have uh, all the weekly dynamites that they can put out. And he owns all the back catalog of Ring of Honor. Right. That's so, a huge catalog. Yeah, so he can put all that on there. Uh, he can, I mean, all the, uh, again, uh, we've said it before, all the YouTube stuff that they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, plus new stuff. Right. So, and then, and then, like, it opens the door. I know, um, oh, what's his goofy ass dude? What is his name? Um, he has that Hey EW little talk show that he does. I can't think of what his name is right now. Oh, I have no Hey EW. Yeah. And it's just like a little, have you ever seen Between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis? I have. It's similar to that, but it's just him interviewing. Oh, it's that R- RJ. RJ City. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's him. And like I think even that would be like a fun little show on that sure that streaming stuff service. like that is I think ideal. Yeah. I always, I always wondered why they didn't bring back on the network. Obviously it's Peacock now, but like why they didn't bring back like Tuesday Night Titans. Yeah, when it was basically just like the Tonight Show. Yeah, like to me like that. I, I didn't really watch that because it was a little bit ahead of our time. But yeah. that's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, like absolutely. Vince is the host. You could have. I mean, there's so many announcers they have as you could have as the host right. even before he passed you could have like me and gene do it absolutely you know, as like a guest host and bring on a couple of wrestlers kind of promoting whatever it is they're promoting but yeah to me like that would be cool as shit like, absolutely i always wanted them to do a wwe trivia game show i think that would have been amazing yeah there's a lot of shit on there that they could have done that they never did yeah so, i agree so i think with aew if you kind of start thinking in those terms there's a lot that they could do and they have so many talents now like this would be a, a good time to get that alternative going absolutely and people are not happy with how peacock works i mean i don't hate it as much it's just i feel like i go back to thinking like damn that wwe network was pretty good shit yeah i don't the the problem with peacock is i'd never get on there for wwe now yeah like i don't i don't go out of my way to search things wwe whereas like before you did yeah i used to get on i used to get on the network pretty much daily Mm -hmm. you know back when it was the wwe network and now it's like i get on peacock quite a bit but it's just to watch the office Mm. You know, that's pretty much it. Well, I know I get on. I, I like watching old pay-per-views. It's something I've always enjoyed. And mm-hmm. 
it's kind of like frustrating to like try to find like that particular Royal Rumble because you have to go through because it doesn't say well it does it in seasons too but it, but it won't even say the year it'll say Royal Rumble season thirty four right well, I don't know what year that is right. so you have to kind of like go through and look oh two thousand six okay. 98, okay, somewhere up a little bit. You know, it's like, it's, right. it's, it's, it's very a, difficult it's to navigate. pain in the ass. It's all there, but it's just, it's put together so poorly. It's just like, mm-hmm. ugh. Yeah. You know, so, and then like not having the ability to play from the beginning on a live pay-per-view. Yeah. I don't know if that's been corrected, but that's not, that wasn't on there at yeah, one point. Yeah, I bet that's something that probably won't get corrected. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, that's, that's stupid. Yeah. But anyway, with ROH, I think it's coming up the July 23rd, so it's... Pretty soon, I guess it's going to be on Bleacher Report. Okay, um, like the AEW pay per views, not on Fight anymore, unless it's international. So that's kind of an interesting new development. But uh, I don't know if I'm going to order it or not. But I do kind of want to see it. I think it'll be a fun show. Yeah. Speaking of pay per views, we haven't really touched on this too much. I, we may have a little bit, but this is an interesting one. Uh, pay per view coming up. Ric Flair's last match. It's presented by Jim Crockett Promotions. Mm-hmm. Conrad Thompson is kind of at the helm here. Um, the Nature Boys lacing him up one more time in a match. His opponent hasn't even been announced yet. Yeah, it's supposed to be announced Monday, though they said. Um, what do you think? Bad idea. Yeah, I mean he's seventy three. Yeah, so it's not a good idea at all. Um, a lot of people are like, "Oh, he's Ric Flair; it'll be fine." Other people are like, "Yeah, hey, he's kind of old." Yeah. No, I mean, even if he does survive, which he probably will. What a quote! Even if he does survive, yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, it's just, it's just not going to look good. Like it's, I mean, I, I know I watched that video with him. I think it was Jay lethal, uh, just kind of bouncing around in the ring, doing a couple things. Like it's not that it was bad, but it's like your grandpa, man. Like we don't, I feel like we don't really need to see it. You know, it's, a, it's, it's kind of a cash grab. I think it's kind of like a, it's a big time cash, grab. a last hurrah, yeah. you know? Um, but like. I feel I I feel like it's how many retirement matches can you have? Oh, well, obviously one more. Right. <laughs> like I mean, come on, man. Like it's just unnecessary. Yeah, I think the problem with uh with pro wrestling in general is like you couldn't have had a better send-off than Flair had at WrestleMania with Shawn. Yeah. But then, you know, he's wrestling in lockdown at TNA, you know, it's just Right. It is what it is, right? It's just like, oh damn. Yeah. Here we go. I I mean I guess it's one of those things money talks because even Sean came back after losing to the Undertaker. Sure. I mean, granted, it was against the Undertaker again, but like yeah. still, and it was a terrible match, right, of course. And so like you kind of like, well, that last match you had was kind of shitty, you yeah. know? Like yeah. the one you had before that a lot better. Yeah. This is one of those things where it's like I don't hate the idea. I just wish he wasn't seventy three. Yep. If he was like, if this was like two thousand fourteen, and he's like mid mid sixties, I'm like. Okay, maybe. Yeah. I, do you think Sting has any part of this? Like him seeing like Sting kind of like doing all this crazy shit in his early sixties, and is like, damn, I can do this. Maybe, but that's a, it's also still like a decade younger. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is, yeah. And and Sting, I mean, I've legitimately never seen him without the face paint, except for maybe one time. But like, it just he he doesn't look old. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, obviously he looks older than what he did, but he doesn't look like an old man. Yeah. You know, other than the bald spot he's got going on back there. But, well, I know he dyes his hair and stuff. Right. I mean, that's, you wouldn't want to see sting with gray hair. Of course that, not. It doesn't feel right. But no, I think it's, it's interesting. Like the, the promotion of this has been, you know, pretty spot on of like 
the undercard's really good. Yeah. And, and like they have a lot of cool matches kind of in place and a lot of interpromotional stuff. So I think it's it's kind of a fun idea. But I mean, if this comes off well, you know the Hulkster's doing one too. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. he's gonna now let's talk about an opponent. If it's a singles match, which they haven't led to us to believe it's not that. I thought it was a six man tag. That was the the rumor, but they just said his opponent, not okay. his opponents. So okay, but who 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 is it? Like the fact that they haven't announced it, it's got to be a, a, a like a major name, right? And and honest to God, the only one that makes sense if it's a singles match is Sting, right? To me, but I mean, but that's again the protection of him with a younger talent, right? Makes a lot more sense than. Yeah. You know who I think it is? Who? I think it's Jericho. And the reason I think that is because Flair could have put out a tweet like antagonizing Jericho the other day for like no reason. Really? And it was like nothing but a Shawn Michaels wannabe and a Ric Flair ripoff. Mm. Like a legend in your own mind or something. And then like I searched Ric Flair, Chris Jericho to see like, is there like some beef I don't know about? And like he's all putting over their match, like his match with MJF. Like that's two pros doing it. Woo! You know, so it's like out of nowhere. Yeah, like what the hell happened? So it makes me think that that's where they're going. Okay. And like they have had matches in the past, mm-hmm. and like Jericho's older, so he's worked with him, but he's also like right. He's still active. Like you, I don't know. Like I don't know if Sting is going to be good in a singles match either. Right. So right. that's where it's like, do we do, do we put two senior citizens in a match with each other? Sure. Like kind of like if they did Hogan, like I get it from a promotional standpoint, like that was a money match in 1989. Yeah. 2022. It's like, well, that's, that's dangerous, you know? Yeah, right. So I don't know. It'll be, inter- I mean, a lot of people have speculated like Nick Aldis because okay. former NWA champion makes sense. Right. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, another person, obviously, is Jay Lethal, I think, uh, would be a solid choice. Um, but, you know, who knows? We'll find out Monday. A&E Biographies are are doing their new season of The Legends. Um, they just did The Undertaker this past Sunday. Mm-hmm. Goldberg's coming up. Well, today, as we record this, should be up. Um, I did find out you can actually watch these on the A&E app for free. Okay. If anyone wants to check them out. You plan to watch these at all? No. Not at all? Nah. I mean, I I don't really... I feel like I've seen enough Undertaker documentaries. I don't really need to watch... Nothing new has happened, so I don't need to watch another one. Um, Could give two shits about a Goldberg documentary. Um, But, like, when they do some of them, Edge might be fun. Yeah, maybe. Ray Mysterio might be fun. Yeah, Ray Ray would probably be one I'd actually want to watch. An Edge, maybe. Um, I think the Lex Luger one will be great. And that's... I did see a trailer for that. That one... If if they did that in lieu of what the icons or whatever they were going to do, what, I think that's what happened. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch that because I, I was. The, I think the Kurt Angle one will be great too. Okay, they I dive in. Yeah, they dive into like his drug past. Like mm-hmm. it'll be good. Yeah, I think that'll be good too. But I mean, it, the first two haven't really caught my attention. Well, I know sure. you're not. Again, the Undertaker. I watched it. It was good, but it's like this is the same thing we've seen. They did right. dive a little bit deeper into his. Family. They actually interviewed his mom, which I thought was kind of interesting. I was like, "Wow, the Undertaker's mom!" You know, yeah. what the hell? But um, definitely not bad. It's just a lot of that's been covered. Sure, Goldberg. I don't know. Like, I'm I'm curious. Like, do they dive into like the Bret Hart injury? You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot that the, I bet they do. Man, they freaking asked Dana Warrior about 
Ultimate Warrior going off on on homosexuals, you know? Yeah, I, I, I'd be surprised if they do that with Goldberg, though. I be, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked, though. Yeah, if if they do, I, I think might. about the Macho Man when how how bad that one was, like how. Yeah, but I kind of expected that because of the whole history with Steph. Alleged, alleged. Excuse me, alleged history of stuff. I still don't know if I buy that though. Eh, maybe not, but you know what I mean. Like they're, I, I don't. I feel like that whole story. They're not gonna put him over. But I mean, if there was ever one that they were gonna sugarcoat, it was Warrior, right? Yeah. Because he's passed. His wife more or less works for the company, mm-hmm. and he's he's more or less praised as like this amazing hero. Yeah, but he's got a checkered past, just like a lot of the guys. Sure. But they did dive into it, so I remember thinking like, wow, okay. But again, this is not WWE. This is A and E. So. Right. Maybe they're like, well, we can kind of dive a little bit deeper into certain topics if we so choose. Yeah, and so with that being the case, maybe they will. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see for sure. Uh, we got some movie and TV talk, so uh, why do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. This is Breaking Bay up at the movies. Yeah. This is Breaking Bay up at the movies. Yeah. All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? I'll tell you what we got now. A couple of movie and TV topics here. I'd love to get your take on these. First of all, Beavis and Butthead mm-hmm. is returning to Paramount Plus, a new series or yeah. whatever. Because they've done, like, they had the one from the 90s and they rebooted it in like 2000, mid 2010s. And now they're rebooting it again after. They did the latest movie, Beavis and Butthead, Do the Universe, which has been kind of like talked about for a long time that they were going to do a second film. I thought it was hilarious. I watched it. Um, they more or less, if people have not seen it, they get you know kind of teleported into the future from 1998 where we kind of last saw them, and now it's 2022. Um, very, very funny. Um if you're not a Beavis and Butthead fan, probably not for you. Are you a Beavis and Butthead guy? No. Not no, at all? Not at all. No. Did you, what about back in the day? Did you even like have any interest in? Uh, I mean, a little bit, but like I, it was not not my favorite even back then. Like, Just too stupid or what? I just didn't like get it. You know what I mean? Because the, the show itself was just kind of dumb. Oh, you yeah. know, because they'd talk over music videos and... Well, that other little stories that they had in between. That's why I never liked the show because they had the music videos and stuff. But Mm -hmm. when they became when they did the movie, I was a huge fan of that because it felt like just two idiots literally on this journey and they have no idea what's going on the whole time. Right, it's just stupid humor, but it it was funny to me. I just I don't know. I I I watched the movie as a kid. I just didn't really like. I mean, I'm sure it was probably like had funny moments in it for me, but Mm -hmm. like I don't I don't remember being a huge fan of it. So probably not one you're going to check out, huh? No, definitely not. You have Paramount Plus? Uh my my stepson does. You use it at all? I started watching that Halo series, but I never finished it cuz it kind of kind of fell off for me. It looked good. I never watched it either, but yeah. they've got a lot of stuff on there. Yeah, I mean they they got they got quite a bit of stuff, but I mean not not a whole lot that actually like appeals to me. I just I realized that like the MTV stuff like Trying like thinking about watching that just sounds terrible to me because like even like Jackass I'm like eh, I don't care to watch that like <laughs> it, it's weird how certain things were so popular yeah like the thing that the only thing that really appealed on Paramount Plus to me was like the classic Nickelodeon mm-hmm. because there's so much of that on there and yeah. I think sometimes though when you when you see that where you're like ooh Legends of the Hidden Temple guts like 
Then you watch it. And well, right. And you watch it and you're like, oh, that's not as good as I remember. Like, yeah. but I mean, it's got like all that Ninja Turtles stuff, like not the original series, but like the Nickelodeon ones and things mm-hmm. like that. So like, that's kind of cool. And there's talk of them doing those rebooted cartoon movies Yeah, on there. That's kind of cool. So there's a lot on there. It's just, again, to me, kind of, it's like, it's kind of like Peacock where it's like, oh, well, great. Another streaming service, yeah. whatever. I, I don't know. Like, it just kind of is like, oh, more of the same shit. Yeah. And there's just, it's not. There's not a whole lot on that that app that really appeals to me, and uh, Beavis and Butt it doesn't really do it for me. I'm still a South Park fan, but like, I feel like South Park is humor is a little bit more intelligent than Beavis and Butt Ed. You know what's funny is I remember like seventh or eighth grade, South Park was huge, right? Mm-hmm. For us, like that was the. Was I didn't the, even really like it back then. Like, I didn't either. I, I started getting into it about a year or so ago. It's funny. I really haven't watched it since then. Yeah, and I'll and I'll hear random people be like, "Oh man, I love South Park," and I'm like, "I haven't really watched it since like the '90s." Yeah. But it's been on for a long time now. Well, and then when you like, because I've heard the creators talk about how they, how they write and things like that. They have like a very distinct way of how they write their jokes, and they, I've heard them actually like kind of talk shit about like Family Guy and stuff like that, which is a huge show. But like how they write is just like dumb, random, randomness. You know what I mean? Like silly punchlines that really don't make any sense, and there's no. It's random no, flashbacks that have nothing to do with the story. No actual, like, there's not a whole lot to the plots usually because they, they rely on the flashbacks and the silly jokes. Mm-hmm. And they were like, everything everything in our episodes means something. So, like, every joke means something. And they, like, talked about how they set up their jokes. And I, it, it, hearing them talk about it, it made me appreciate that show a little bit more. So I started watching it, and I was like, it was actually pretty damn funny. You yeah. Know? No, I can see that for sure. Yeah. I just... I don't know. It's not something I've checked out, but they've got some, I've heard they have some pretty funny stuff on there. Well, so. and also to the animation style. Is so like so bad shitty looking that it kind of, it, it can, I can see it. That's what took me out when it was, when I was younger, yeah. I was like the animation, it looks like stick figures. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't know. Well, and like, it was so everywhere. I remember them having like Nintendo 64 games and oh, shit. Yeah. Like it was all over the place. South yeah. park was huge. I remember a kid in school had like the Mr. Hanky shirt mm-hmm. like the piece of poop <laughs> yep it's just like what the hell is this yeah. like like you have a turd on your shirt <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know man it's it's weird stuff but yeah um beavis and butthead coming back as a series speaking of weird stuff winnie the pooh blood and honey have we talked about this at all we have not it's been out for a few weeks it's not news news but mm-hmm. winnie the pooh from my understanding is now public domain. Yep. My understanding of public domain is this. After a certain number of years, and I think it's 100 years, 100. things can characters become public domain, correct? Yep. yep. Now, does that work for all characters, or how does that work? <clears throat> I think... I. Th- so, I, I don't know for sure, but I think you have to either... like, redo the copyright, or... Or it just go, or maybe it just no matter what. After a hundred years, it's free to use. Like I know I've heard like Frankenstein and Dracula are, are public domain. Mm-hmm. That's why there's a lot of horror movies that were made in the early 1900s that are public domain. Invisible Man, yeah, things like that. That a lot of people have I've noticed within the past like 10 years or so have been using like in music videos and things like that mm-hmm. because it's like oh, it doesn't matter now. Right. It's it's more public. Well, I don't know if you've seen this that company called rush collectibles they're doing you know retro style figures now they mm-hmm. they've showed that they're making a frankenstein yeah retro figure and i'm like damn that's kind of cool because i've always thought like 
the Hasbro the style of figures has always been fun to me. Mm-hmm. How come ne- they've never done any other type of figure besides wrestling? Yeah. And now they're doing a Frankenstein. I'm like, man, that's kind of a cool idea. So yeah. especially like you're a horror fan and wrestling and horror, that kind of goes together to some degree. So I think that's kind of a cool idea. My my question on this public domain thing is like Batman and Superman were recreated in the, the early 1900s. Yeah. I think like the late 30s, early 40s. I mean, is DC, how, how do they do that? Well, that, and that's just it. Like, I, I'm not super familiar with the law, but it could be one of those things. If it was made in 1934, maybe in 2035, like anybody can use Batman, you yeah. know, or whatever. You know, I, I really don't know for sure how it works. It might be one of those things where they have to keep re-upping the copyright to yeah. keep it from doing that. I would have to say, and this is my thought, that DC is like not going to let that happen. Now, well, but here's here's another thing too. So like with Winnie the Pooh, right? Somebody like somebody can't just make a Winnie the Pooh film and have Winnie the Pooh look identical to Disney's Winnie the Pooh. Right. Because they have copyright over that version. Sure. And they, they'll always have copyright. Over, that's why our first installment is like a horror movie and it looks like it's just a Winnie the Pooh mask and somebody murdering people. Yeah. You know? Um, but like, so let's say Batman and Superman, maybe somebody could make that a Superman, but they, it can't look like DC's Superman right. at all. So like it'd have to be some fat schmuck or something. You know what I mean? Like, so you can't do, probably can't do blue and red. Right. I can't do the K probably can't do the S. Right. So what's the point? Right. So uh, good but, point. But that that that's from my understanding of what public domain is because I've tried to use like public domain with with music too, you know, and it's like like uh, you can do certain songs, but they can't really sound the exact same. You have to make it your own, and so yeah, just kind of a weird deal. It really is, and the reason I I wonder about that because I was like Disney owned Winnie the Pooh, at least that was my understanding. Mm-hmm. I would have to think that they would not let that go, yeah, if they could. So that's where I was like, hmm, that's interesting. So yeah. Disney, as powerful as they are, they weren't able to hold on to this. What's DC's chances? I think it might just be like a law, like a, a law in the U.S. I mean, I, I don't know as far as overseas goes and things like that, but I think it's just a, a U.S. law. Like after 100 years, it's public domain. If that's the case, man, like most of these characters were created in like the 60s. Like that's kind of crazy to think. Yeah. Um, we but, could we could legit have crossovers from Marvel and DC in about 10, 20 years. For sure. For sure. Like, I mean, that's why I was thinking, like, what if they did Marvel's Batman? Like, yeah. holy shit. How yeah. about freaking insane? Superman would be the first one, I think. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so what did you think about this concept of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? I, I, thought, it, it. I thought it was a joke at first. Yeah, I, I, I love the concept. Well, I, I knew it was real just because I cl- when I saw it, like, I clicked on the link, and they were talking about how it went into the public domain, and mm. this is, like, going to be the first effort outside of disney yeah and i i thought think it thought it was a cool concept but the more i see of it it doesn't even look like it's a murderous bear it it literally looks like just somebody with a winnie the pooh mask yeah it looks like a that but i mean it is called winnie the pooh yeah blood and honey so i i think i i think it'll be stupid but i think it'll be fun you know um i I mean i'll definitely check it out yeah, I, we, you're a big horror fan though yeah i think it's I'm sure drew vinsel's all about this i haven't talked to him about it though yeah i think it's something that would probably be more fitting on like shutter and maybe not like a theatrical release but yeah. maybe something just go on shutter or something like that it's like a shutter original movie you know what do you think the public perception is going to be of this oh, we, they're going to hate it well because it's 
you take like this well-known classic children's character mm-hmm. like hey we're gonna make him a murderer you know yeah like, i don't know it's just kind of an odd choice i thought i just i want to see because I, I mean I, it's probably about time for a lot of the disney movies to go into the public domain yeah and i would like to see like because i know some of them have pretty damn dark sides that disney left out oh yeah and i would like to see recreations with the original story sure i think that would be cool i mean yeah it's very interesting for sure yeah but yeah i don't know man it's it's definitely um definitely an interesting concept but yeah winnie the pooh blood and honey yeah horror films from disney characters it's pretty wild can't wait gonna be good times dude i can't wait for the aladdin movie where genie's just a batshit crazy dude well yeah right i mean (laughs) let's make that happen well think about like uh like Beauty and the Beast, like mm-hmm. some weird old lady turns this prince into like a, an animal. Yeah. Like what the hell is that? You know, yeah. that, that could be a fantastic film and they could really go deep into like the Stockholm syndrome of, yeah. of you know, the, the princess or whatever. There's actually a book series out speaking of Disney. Um, and it's, it's more or less like a what if mm-hmm. type scenario. And it's kind of like, you know, what if like Belle didn't, convince the beast or like she didn't fall in love with the beast yeah like and that last pedal drops and he stays a beast forever it's like he would have killed her yeah it's like <laughs> it's a terrible it's a terrible yeah. thought it's like holy shit he like totally killed her it would have been horrible yeah, yeah so and it's very interesting to me that disney kind of does that i mean they do kind of do this they like toe the line between dark and uh really sweet yeah but yeah. I, I think it's not i mean not necessarily this per se, but I think it's interesting to like take all your licenses and kind of, a, a, you know, apply them to different demographics. Oh, I know. So yeah, good on them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we got a little bit of toy talk. What do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break your brain to a bit of toy talk. One more thing I was going to mention real quick. I forgot to earlier. Um, so obviously you've seen that new show, Sabrina on netflix i love that show and they did riverdale it's on cw it's kind of like a retelling of archie yeah uh, modernized and more serious have you heard that there's talk of doing a show called mystery inc and they're going to modernize scooby-doo kind of the same type of universe i don't like that idea <laughs> it doesn't really work with a dog does it well that's that's what i was going to say because you either do one of two things you have a talking dog and that's just going to be stupid <laughs> Um, doesn't Sabrina have a talking cat? Yeah, but that's also witchy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you can play that off as it's a witch. It's a witchcraft. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, and actually, but I mean, they could do that with the dog, like make a reason why he does talk. Actually, I don't remember. I can't remember if she, Scooby never talked plain. I can't remember if the cat and the new Sabrina was talking or not. Now that I think about it, it's been, it's been a year or so since I've watched it. I'm going back to my Melissa Joan Hart days. Oh yeah. You're talking about that one. Yeah. But that that was '90s. Everything was campy back then. Yeah. Uh, but like, so either you have the dog talk and it's going to be shit, uh, or you don't have them talk and it's like, what's the point of having a dog here? Yeah. You know. So I just thought that was interesting because I thought that was like, man, that's. But I thought turning Archie comics into like a drama was that seemed a little odd to me. I never really got into that. It's popular though. It's super popular, and they actually had a crossover with Sabrina. Oh, did they? Uh, yeah. I mean, everybody talked about it anyway. I don't know for sure, but. You know, everybody talked about the crossover, but I, I never watched that Riverdale. I never really got into it because mainly the reason why is because there's a character in there named Jughead. And I feel like I can't take a show seriously with a character named Jughead. 
It's quite a name. It He's is actually right? a kid from Big Daddy. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like that's a ridiculous name. Yeah. I I've watched a little bit of it. My sister really got into it, and that was kind of one of those shows. I'm like, mm, nah. yeah. but it's actually not a bad show. Yeah. I haven't watched more than like the first season, but mm-hmm. it was good. Like it was you know kind of one of those you know random persons murdered and they don't know who did it and okay why and but it's it's not a bad show jungle boy's dad's in it actually luke perry oh is he before he passed away he's the main character's dad okay so yeah very interesting um back to our toy talk here so this is kind of an interesting thing it was actually spoiled online before it was even released Mm -hmm. so i think they went ahead and announced it but the sdcc comic-con exclusive this year is a no holds barred two-pack Rip and Zeus from the uh, the classic film No Holds Barred, um, first Zeus figure we've had since classic superstars. Like, yeah. what do you what do you think about that? I think it looks good. I think the packaging is insane. Oh yeah, it looks like a VHS, and, yeah. and they're face to face, just like the cover. Yeah, um, but I don't. I mean, I'm not going to get it, you know. But I think it looks great. Yeah. Would you get it if it was like better priced or what? I don't even know the price. Seventy dollars. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe, but like, I, I'm just so far out of collecting right now. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, I can't really think of anything that would get me to buy anything right now. So I just can't, can't, <laughs> I can't get into anything that would get me to buy anything. I, I, I mean, just, I can't, I can't think of saying. anything. I can't think of anything. There's that nothing would, that you're like, Ooh, I have to have this. Yeah. yeah. Collecting, it kind of goes in waves, I think. Yeah. And because I remember there was a period there where you were buying a lot of elites. Yeah, yeah, because I wanted to build a collection, and then I got kind of everybody I wanted. And, and you're like, okay, now what do I need these for? Yeah, yeah I'm like, I'm done. I, th- I think I ended up like getting like three stings, and I'm like, didn't really need that. I um, It's interesting because there's kind of part of me that's like, you know what, I think modern toys are just not for me anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I won't buy any of them, but, but it's with the prices continually going up, it's like, I don't need these. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't really even want these. Like, why am I, yeah. why am I spending all this money on stuff I don't really want? You know, and so I don't know. I th- there's something fun about vintage stuff and mm-hmm. going to vintage stores and finding old stuff. Like, I was at a the vintage toy mall last week, and they had a carded uh, '90s X Force Deadpool figure. Mm, nice. And I'm like, damn, that's cool. I actually kind of regret not buying it because it was only like twenty three dollars, and like that's, you know. Yeah, classic carded figure like that's really cool. So, I don't know. There's something about that that's kind of like more appealing to me than like like with NECA and Super Seven all that stuff being so expensive. It's like uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't need it. Yeah, and so anyway, with this, this is kind of a cool concept. Everyone seems to dig it. Um, the first Zeus figure, like I said, that we've gotten since the classic Superstar, which was this first ever. This one looks amazing. It's got that classic like big shoulder pad gimmick that he would wear and. Mm-hmm. Of course, Hogan and like the rip gear with the rip hand, which I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but definitely a, a cool like exclusive in the sense that it's like the only way to get these is like this. Yeah. That being said, I feel like kind of like when they signed Mr. T and they got that first exclusive, like we're going to see a lot more Mr. T now. And we did. Oh, yeah. You think we'll see more Zeus? I hope so. Um, because I, I, I think I think Zeus is a cool character that wasn't really in wrestling that much. Yeah. You know, um, but was a cool character, like a legitimately cool character. I think him in the superstars line would be huge. Yep. I think him as a retro would be. I'll be honest. If they did Zeus and Rip as retros, I'd have bought it right away. Like I was just like, that's awesome. Yeah, because what, like fourteen compared to? 
70. It would probably been like 25 maybe. But For both? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, maybe 25, 30. But I, yeah, I'd have been okay with that. Yeah. That being said, would that have been something that's more enticing to you? Yeah. Even though, I mean, yeah, it's still a lot, but it's not. 70 but 20, 25 for like and i i'm just spitballing a number but you know. yeah well because i think retros are still what like 14 a piece they were 10 i know this last wave they did or 1299 or something like that this last wave they did was like 55 for four for the whole set yeah okay. so what is that like 10 12 bucks a piece, 12 something a piece yeah so, so not bad so yeah let's say 25 let's say even 30 you know for the set like that's more doable to me than 70 especially yeah. when like like I, I don't need my figures to look identical to the way they look in life. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost too much. I'll just I'll I'll go buy a statue. You yeah, know, if I'm yeah. if I'm gonna do that, you know. Well, I mean, I know uh, Jason Wolf did a Hasbro Zeus a while back, and it's incredible. And I've kind of told him like, dude, you need to do a rip. That would be yeah awesome. And basically, just you can take an existing Hogan and just kind of repaint it, but just paint it blue. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, which I've I've never understood why they changed his character for the movie. Cause he is 100% Hulk Hogan in there. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't know, but I, um, as bad as that movie is though, I still, I still love it. I haven't watched it in a long time. When's the last time you saw it? Uh, it had to have been cause it's on one of the streaming services and it shows that I've watched it. <laughs> so I don't remember watching it, but it had to have been within the last five years or so. Very interesting. Yeah. But, it's, I remember when that came out, like, I don't, you know, it came out in 89, so we were four. We were yeah. pretty young. I don't remember, like, the buildup for it, yeah. but I remember seeing the video, like, at the video store, mm-hmm. and it's Hogan face-to-face with this big monster. You're like, oh, man, I have yeah. to watch this. And I never realized that Zeus wasn't even a wrestler because they brought him in as a wrestler. Yeah. I had no idea. Like Mr. T, just to use, he's a wrestler, you know. Right. Nope, he's an actor and has no idea what he's doing, but – yep. Uh, I had heard that that was the plan is for Hogan and Zeus to main event WrestleMania six at one point, but didn't work out. Huh? Well, he wasn't a wrestler, you know, yeah. like that's the problem is like he was yeah. able to stumble through some matches with talented people around him, but just, he wasn't a wrestler. So right. I don't know, but I think this is a cool thing. And I know we lost Zeus a, a year or two ago, so it's cool that uh, he's getting action figure representation again. Absolutely. Yeah. That's cool stuff, man. Anything else you want to add for we, uh, before we roll out of here? I think that is it. Okay, well, of course, we want to shout out some of our podcasting buddies like the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Make sure to check them out mm-hmm. every Sunday, just like this show, and Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Yes. Also, check out Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry. They'd put on some uh, great shows as well. The Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. The Ringside Rant with RJ. The Leisure and Lariats Podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson. And the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. Shout out to Ethan Chambers, man. He's had some run of bad luck. I feel bad for the guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, hopefully things start looking up for him. Yeah, good dude. So hopefully uh, hopefully this is just a, a bump in the road for him. Yeah. Uh, Boots to the Face with Marty and Rucker. Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife, Caitlin. And, of course, the twins over there. Absolutely. I think they're five months old now. I saw something about that. Dude, they're getting so dadgum big. It's crazy. So fast. It's I crazy. I can't believe it's already been like that long since I know. they've had them. I know. It's, it's wild. It's very, very crazy how quick kids grow up. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember being a kid thinking like, man, such a long time to be an adult. Yeah. Not that I was like wanting to be an adult, but like you always kind of think like when, when I'm an adult, I can do whatever I want, you know, yeah. type of thing. And my niece is 11 now. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, what, five years away from driving. That's kind of 
freaks me out. My yeah. nephew's eight. It's just like, holy crap. We're And you and I are approaching middle age. Yeah, I yeah. think we're there, pal. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. 36. Yeah, once we, I, I, I look at 40 as middle age. You yeah, know what I, mean? I can see so that. So, like, yeah, I feel like once we hit 40. We're officially adults. Yeah. We're not kids anymore. No excuses. No shit ain't cute no more. <laughs> <laughs> Get your shit together, Get man. it together. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny is, like, I remember when my dad, when I was young, my dad was, like, in his early 30s thinking, like, that's, like, an adult. Yeah. And I look at myself now, I'm like, I am not an adult at all. Yeah. Like, I'm, well, like, you I'm know, a child. The big difference is your dad had the manly mustache. Sure. And I think that's, that's honest to God, the only thing that separates a boy from a man is a mustache. And yeah, a you're, good, pro- you're probably on some. A good mustache. A good mustache. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing, though. My dad wore the mustache. It was, like, the 80s and 90s, and it was, like... That's what you did. Mm-hmm. I grow one today. Everyone's like, nice stash. Yeah. And it's always like, how dare you? Yeah. Like, you're so condescending. Yeah. You know, Top Top Gun's bringing it back, though. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, they are. You I, had one for a while. I did. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of got tired of people laughing at it, though. Exactly. But <laughs> like, you're a 36 year old man. What's weird about it, right? I think the difference is, is like, so, but we also have like, unlimited access to the internet so like there's not really a generational gap like there used to be yeah you know what i mean we learn we learn the cool words the same time the kids learn the cool words now you know what i mean so like i feel like there's not really a generational gap whereas like back then we all were like our insider little click you know where you know parents were in their little click kids were in theirs but like now like we're all exposed to the exact same thing oh yeah and so i think it's i don't know it's it's kind of harder to get away with like we're grown, so now we can wear mustaches. That's a good point, actually. I never yeah. thought about it that way, but you're right. I just pulled that out of my ass, so hopefully it made sense. Congratulations on that one. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely check out uh, Tales from the Estate. I don't know how we got onto mustaches, mustaches from the twins. but <laughs> Grow a mustache, Drew. Let me see it. <laughs> I, You know, actually, oddly enough, I, I was talking, posted about Taco Bell and how many that dude puts away some food i've heard him talk about the food and i I don't know where he puts it he said he got like gets five to six items on a regular basis from taco bell so i do four and i feel like that's a lot i get three and that's like too much for me yeah yeah i got four that's that was the whole reason i posted that is because i got four and i like literally felt like i was gonna throw up because it was too much food so this is a weird one we never talked touched on this much but now that i'm older like when i eat i don't eat as much as i used to when mm-hmm. I was young, because I mean, granted, with wrestling, like we were always like eating and hungry and sure. stuff. But now it's like, but my eyes and feel like I need more. Yeah. So like, if I am like going to a buffet, I'm thinking like, I'm putting away some food. Yeah. And I like I eat a, a plate, and I'm like, well, I'm full. Like you yeah. know, what I mean? it's it's yeah. a totally different. It's, Taco Bell's the same way because not so much now, but back in the day, you could get a lot of food at Taco Bell for like ten bucks. Yeah. So like you get like three burritos, a taco, you know, a quesadilla. And I, if I got that now, I would be like stuffed by half halfway through that. So, oh, yeah. And it's just it's just different. And I guess Drew must have an iron stomach. I don't know. Well, that I, I think that dude's got like the fastest metabolism ever because must, must have dude is dude is thin. Yeah, very much so. Uh, but yeah, definitely check out Tales from the Estate. Check out Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew over there. Check out Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. Howlin' with the Wolf with the one and only Jason Wolf and his fun chop shop. He actually posted that he's like now put together like six new figures for his next newsletter. Yeah. I'm very excited to see what he's got going there, Hell man. Yeah. Always always fun seeing what the Wolf Man comes up with. 
Been uh, pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim over at a chair shot and night of the nerdy laser podcast talking all things horror films. Hopefully they watch uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I need to hit up Richard. I bet that that's on his list. Oh, yeah, I bet so. It's, I mean, that's right up their alley, oh, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, they, In fact, I haven't listened to that show in a little while, but they, they talk about movies I've never really heard of. Yeah. But after they talk about it, I'm like, damn, I kind of want to see that. Now. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like there's one and I, hopefully they talk about it uh, and maybe they already have or have it lined up called The Black Phone. It's a new movie coming out with Ethan Hawke. I've heard about that, dude. It looks so damn good. I'm super excited about that movie. It's awesome. Yeah, hopefully the, I'm sure they will. I mean, I think they probably try to mix it up with like new and classic and everything else. Sure. Definitely cool stuff. Uh, check out our other podcast. You know, it's fake, right? With me uh, and a special guest every week. Um, also check out um, No Holds Barred with Bill Bina. So any uh, any word on that? I know, I know you said I, I saw you on Twitter saying you're going to start being nicer to people. And uh, yeah, Bill, Bill, Bill kind of he he dove right in. He interjected himself into the conversation and just immediately dragged me back down to hell. And I, I I don't know what to do because I I I thought I'm I'm done with the guy. I'm my contract's up. It's there's going to have to be a lot of changes for me to even think about coming back to that show. Have you had any contact since that nope. conversation? Nope. Nope. I have not talked to him since. Hmm. Yep. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, I, I'm done. I, I, I'm working on my music and that's it. Working on the music. Speaking of that, all your all your music you can find on Apple or Spotify, wherever you get your tunes. Yep. Uh, any updates on the new stuff? I know we've kind of talked touched on it a little bit here. Yeah. Keep an eye out, out uh, tomorrow as this drops. Keep an eye out tomorrow. Well, really, like an announcement, like just uh, just a teaser. What? Are, yeah, I mean, just check your streaming services for tomorrow. You know, if you're listening to this the day it drops on Sunday, check them out tomorrow. If I'm listening to this when it's currently being recorded Saturday, you mean Monday? Yes, I mean. Yes, <laughs> I will check my streaming services. Yeah, very exciting stuff, man. Um, all so yeah, check that out. Um, Outsiders Beard Co. If you got a beard or know someone who's got a beard, check out Outsiders Beard Co. Get you some beard balm, beard oil, make that beard look and smell fantastic. Absolutely. And and you guys might notice I haven't done any promoting on that, and that's because I really don't even I'm thinking about starting to just shut it down in the summer times because it's too hot to ship that shit. Sure. It like I never thought about that, but it melt. It it melts. And like I did that one year. Um I don't know how you could possibly protect it. You well, you have to buy like special cooling things and it's like it ends up costing more than it's worth so i think what i'm gonna i haven't promoted it and it's not shut down right now but i think i'm just gonna start closing it down in the summer times sure because it is it's just too hot to for me to ship stuff and, and it get there in good condition so oil might be okay but i i bet the bomb wouldn't oil, last. yeah oil is fine but yeah the bomb it melts and it just gets all over the place and i've had so many issues with that in the past and people like like hey man this is all like melted out yeah and so it's like i have to give a refund yeah it sucks yeah it's a pain in the ass that sucks for sure so but we're about to once we kind of start getting some cooler weather maybe once it gets down to like an average of the 80s you know (laughs) i might i might think about it um so uh i definitely want to get the fall sense back up soon but just kind of waiting on the weather to cool down Makes sense. Absolutely. Uh, all of our t-shirts you can find at pro wrestling forward slash Brian breaker, bbph.redbubble.com and whatamaneuver.net search by store for breaker remains power hour. Uh, or a lot of our podcasting buddies have shirt stores there as well. Yes. Yep, some, some good teas. Absolutely. Anything else, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out breaker and Bane's power hour. I'm Brian breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time.
It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back at my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I dig it? Psycho! Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.